Joe, I just tried to send you a video of bonsai um, humping a stuffed animal, but I don't know if it went through. <laughs> <laughs> um, I will look at it in a minute. Uh, maybe we'll add it as some bonus content. Yeah. Um, well, is it is it humping or is he like making love to? Like, I've never owned a dog, so I don't really know how like aggressive this this is. I I think he's a pretty gentle lover, actually. <laughs> I mean, does he wait, as only does he a twelve pound dog could first? be? <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if it go- the awareness goes that far. <laughs> <laughs> he like rolls up and he's like, "Was it was it good for you, little pillow friend?" <laughs> he does really like his toy. You, so you chicks fa- Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Do they make eye contact? Does he like stare longingly like into the pillow? Uh, <laughs> do they like do they like interlink their fingers and? <laughs> Their paws. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think things were, uh, it was a little bit in the opposite direction. So <laughs> is the most I will describe with my parents in the next room. <laughs> wait, wait, how are we going to record this podcast with your parents? In I the don't next know. Room? I'll, I'll just, we're just going to have to figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> everybody to may we geek again um we thought that we would just do a little podcast for you guys um before new year's to just say happy new year's to you guys i am joined here by my lovely co-hosts joe hello and bobs from reddit hi what's up <laughs> I'm from guys Twitter too. <laughs> i love you guys and twitter and everywhere else um, I love you guys. I'm glad you? we're here. No, Aww, it's been a minute. <laughs> it's been a minute of yeah. me not getting my shit together enough for us to record. Well, and we were supposed to like we were kind of just waiting and waiting and waiting, expecting them to release a trailer or oh a release date <laughs> or I, something. I and you just no. mentioning the trigger, the trigger, the trailer has to be triggered. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm really frosty about it. <laughs> Because it's like, because they've told us on Twitter that it's ready, but they can't give it to us until CW sets a premiere date, but... And Jason is just taunting us with those screenshots. (laughs) (laughs) Of like, all of these behind the scenes. Yeah, it's just, it's a disaster. So I guess we're going to be on here rambling it Uh at you guys for a little bit on whatever thought experiment uh, Shaheen decides to take us on. What are the rumors or what is leaking or what are the pictures indicate? Oh, the oh, have you not Nothing. seen his Twitter, Shaheen? What what did you say, sir? Have you not seen his Twitter? I'm not on Twitter. I mean, I have uh, a Twitter handle, and, and I sometimes like once in a million years I go on Twitter, and and I'm so sorry to our listeners because I see all these lovely people who are like, "Where is Shaheen?" And <laughs> I'm like, "Dude, is I'm, he dead?" I'm sorry, I just don't and he's ever. Like, Goodbye. <laughs> I just don't ever go on Twitter. And it's like, then I see that, today. that like comment that was like, where is he? And it's like for, from two months ago, I'm like, well, I'm not like, it's embarrassing to comment on that now. So I just, <laughs> I think it'd be I'm funny sorry to, to everyone. <laughs> I'm not on social media and I think you shouldn't be either. Um, <laughs> and me like personally or everyone should just be on everyone media. Should, yeah it's it's not a good How? place we tried I mean, it it's not a good idea just- <laughs> let's just move on from this it was a good thought this. experiment yeah it was a good try it, it had potential but um don't just don't go there <laughs> email you us know, at, at maybegeekagain at gmail.com <laughs> don't go on t- facebook don't go on twitter Email us at Gmail. And okay, so just just angry old man Shaheen coming in here bitching about social media. But don't get on his lawn, though, guys. No, no, <laughs> do not dare put your foot on his lawn. He will spray you with the hose. Can you guys hear my cat repeatedly, like, jumping down onto the ground? No, I wish. Like, oh, God, he's being so fat. Tubbs, you gotta move. You gotta move. Yeah. No, I actually have a very positive note. Okay. But, um, so, Joe, you had some announcements? Oh, yes, yes. Um, so, in, in sort of more uh, grand in-person, in-real-life fandom news, 
Um, we have 200 uh, cons. What, what, what is even the word for it? What is, what is the long form word for <laughs> a con? Like it's not a con- convention. That's the one I was like, it's not a conference. <laughs> Conventions. There are two uh, fan conventions coming up. Uh, the first one being unity days, um, January 19th through 21st in Vancouver, um, which uh, I will be attending as, as, press i don't know how we got a press crew pass but we are Um, what are you talking about (laughs) i know i'm like so legit oh my god um basically just harassing uh people who run these conventions into giving us press passes um but bubs and cc capital chick will both be joining us in well me i guess in uh canada and then in june is congata which is in uh los angeles and we actually managed to score two press passes for that um, and so Shaheen and I, uh, I believe, will both be joining. I can't speak for Bubs and Cece at this point. but I would love um, to go. I will think about it. I'm undecided. You think strongly about it. <laughs> okay. Um, so look for some updates with that. We will be doing uh, like a little promo, um, like mini pod or or somehow schedule an interview with the Congata folks uh, to get them to sort of uh, give us some info since they are the only, I believe, uh, American 100 convention happening. Um, so far. Uh, so those are two upcoming things that we've got going on. Hopefully we'll have a trailer and a premiere date coming up soon. So we'll probably hop back on and record a little something about that. Maybe some reactions and predictions. <laughs> Mine um, might just be yelling. You're just incoherent screaming. Yeah, probably. Maybe you could just do like a high pitch, like, like, but like, but we can just like, like stretch that. it out as like, <laughs> like a sort of like little background, um, like behind the entire podcast. Yes. Cause that won't annoy anyone. <laughs> You can add it to your oh. little soundboard. <laughs> yes, yes. I'll work on that. <laughs> so what are you guys planning for New Year's? Um, I am New Year'sing it up with my parents who decided to extend their stay here in upstate New York. We're from San Diego, but they're, they're up here for the holidays. Um, so I'm going to a – we bought tickets. It's like $100 a ticket in upstate New York. So if it's not oh, like wow. dripping gold, like I will be very – disappointed right like they should have the the champagne with little gold flakes in them. right just saying I so, will like, let so you're hanging out with your mom and dad so you're gonna be asleep by like 10 45 <laughs> my parents will still be going strong and i'll be like home already in bed they're like they bar hop like no other i do not know where they get the energy wait for real yes they know everybody in this freaking town it's like crazy how well, do you guys know everyone in a town in upstate new york well, when you're so, from san diego i went to school in this so i went to rpi rensselaer polytechnic institute which is here in troy new york um and so my dad also went there and he ended up being on the alumni board and so he now we have an apartment here because he had to come for meetings like every three months or so um and so now he does like some business here too um so we have this really cute apartment in like downtown Troy. this is the home of uncle sam so it like happens to be somewhat historic for some reason um and so it's actually really cute it looks like stars hollow like the little downtown area i envision as being star and i've been like trying to cast all the townspeople as like well who is like um the guy from Dozies, who is Kirk? Who is Lorelai? <laughs> like, so far, I just have a, well, I guess I kind of have a Lorelai, and I have a Miss Patty, but that's it. <laughs> so, Do we need to explain, uh, give Shaheen a, a Gilmore Girls primer? Uh, okay, really cute Connecticut town, zany characters, very zany characters. Um, and everyone talks too fucking fast. Everyone talks too fucking fast. That's not a problem we have here. <laughs> it's actually the opposite, but, um, there's like some characters like there's this artist who works at the pizza place down the street and he just sold a painting um, of Trump um, and like a, a satirical painting, not like a okay. portrait. Not a flattering one. He, not that I know. He has like a, a braided a goatee. He's very cool. Um, okay. Wait, he, the Trump, the, the picture of Trump or the, the No, artist? no, no, the artist. Okay. <laughs> that was confusing though. I see the confusion. Um, but he sold it for $50,000. Like he's a legit artist. <laughs> what? Yeah. I was just like, wait, what? <laughs> let's go back to this goatee situation. How long is it? And are we talking multiple braids or like a single No, braid? it's a single one. And it's, I would say it's about 30 millimeters in diameter. No. Yes, diameter, not Wait, circumference. Give me, give me an object. I, I, I um, and it is about the size of a, of a golf pencil. Like, 
in life. I have a lot of. Is <laughs> is is someone sleeping with him? Uh, no, not that he. Ew. <laughs> oh yeah, my god! Like I that's, hope that's he never hears that. I will feel so bad. But like, he's an older <laughs> gentleman. <laughs> like I just I I want to know. Like I, I more power to him for leaving his facial hair dreams. But yeah. I want to know the person who gets hot and bothered by that facial hair. Like, I think that's the name... person that I have questions for. <laughs> right? Like, what is the the impetue? Well, I can't think of the word. Whatever. Um, it, yeah, I don't know what has driven him to maintain that hairstyle. You, is that what you think about goatees in general, Joe? No, no. Well, I mean, uh, uh, goatees, it's, <laughs> it's specific. Not everyone can have one or pull it off. But the, the hunter is a perfect to... example of this. Bellamy, oh, are we about no to bitch goatee. about Bellamy's facial hair? <laughs> what? I think he looks fine with the facial no, hair. I hate it so much. <laughs> He's just like his hot quotient is so compromised. So, oh, so goatee. you wouldn't? No, so I you would. I, you know I would. I would if he like lost a leg. Like, <laughs> I, I would. I would for like a lot of degrees of wood. Um, what if what if no hands? I, like I both hands. Still, I would still throw one <laughs> over there. I have no idea what we were talking about at this point. <laughs> do we, what do are we you lose doing you? for New Year's, Joe? <laughs> um, so our yearly tradition is being interrupted this year. Usually what the yearly tradition is, uh, myself, my girlfriend, and a, uh, two of our friends who are a couple, um, we all branch out and go two gay like, couples? and hit up – Mm-hmm. Two gay couples or one gay and one no, straight? No, no, they they are heterosexual. Oh, okay. Shaheen, they I'm have a heterosexual friends. Okay, yeah. All right, so you go out and do what? <laughs> and we each go to a fast food place and pick up some like garbage fast food, and then go back to their house. I force the other group and... to eat it. Is no, no, what? we just we all eat it. We all eat it because we're terrible people. Dude, that's awesome. And then we usually smoke a bunch of pot, and I usually make uh, two sheet cakes. Like oh, one God, is so funfetti with chocolate uh... ganache. Um. <laughs> And the other is chocolate with funfetti ice, icing. And then we just sit around and eat it with a fork, like no plates. Uh-huh. But your game um, is so strong. I know. It's so good. Like it's such a good New Year's <laughs> tradition. Like nobody is disappointed because New Year's is always disappointing, except uh, they have family in town. So we have to cancel. So it'll probably just be me and Merritt, you know, hanging out, going to bed. Nothing exciting. All right. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that what about you, exciting We kind of stole from mine. Oh, smoking weed and eating food. Yeah. <laughs> All well, right, I'm going, cool. going to um, Virginia, the D.C. area, where a friend of mine, um, the, you know, the person that I always visit for these types <laughs> of occasions, he is uh, in a training program. He's a developer. Um, oh, yeah? Yeah. So, colleague. <laughs> a colleague of yours. Um, a colleague, yes. <laughs> yes. You work in computers. That's basically my grandmother. Like, are, oh, you've you you touched a computer though? once. You're, I mean... Yeah, but not really. But like, you know how like old people are like, like, well, you know, you've turned on a computer before, so surely you can set up my email. <laughs> or like... You ring people up at the honey-baked ham place. Shut up, computer. Exactly. What is this uh, insinuation? Basically Steve Jobs. About my age today. Wait, what? Well, you keep, you keep calling me old. Are you not? Are you old? <laughs> I'm, I'm, how old are you? <laughs> I'm older than all of you, I think. Yeah, so. I'm, I'm not older than you. Anyway, so <laughs> <laughs> what are we talking I'm about? I'm younger oh, than I'm Bob going, Morley. I'm going to visit my friend, and uh, yeah, it's going to be fun. I'm coming back on the second, and then I have a meeting with my professor that I have no idea what it's about. I mean, not that this is that nerve wracking. Yeah, like, I mean, is it like, did you get a text that was like, hey, Shaheen, No, no, that's talk. what I want to, it's not like he said, hey, we have a meeting and I don't know what it's about. Like, we sh- Is he going to break up with you? No, I was in his, I was in his office before and we said, okay, so we'll meet next week, but we never said what we we're going to talk about. It's just the idea is we're going to meet and hopefully we'll talk about something. So, um, we'll see how that goes. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Yeah. Good luck. Uh, I hope that you guys work things out. You guys, you know, you guys make such a great couple. Um, I really hope that you guys can work work it out. Yeah, me too. Gross. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right. We've gone over some cons. New Year's. What else, Shaheen? What do you got? 
Well, I just wanted to say Happy New Year's to everyone who's listening. And thanks for listening. And I just wanted to say, um, going off of emotional? the whole social media thing, um, if you've been on the social media, maybe, you know, any sort of media these days, um, you might think that, you know, the world is coming to an end or everything's going to shit. Uh, but um, yeah. I actually think that we're in for an amazing decade. I think that the 2020s are going to be mind-blowing. And I have lots of reasons for, for thinking this, uh, but I think that um, the, in the 2020s, um, we're going to have another decade of um, rapid expansion of new innovations that are going to transform our lives um, to degrees that we haven't seen. Well, no, but, I'm but excited that's still two that. years away. Like, I still have to survive 2018 and 2019. I mean, it's going to start. <laughs> it's going to take off in uh, starting next year. Um, After Trump's impeachment? And, uh, <laughs> no, I mean, it, it's, it's, if you've been following... Um, are we talking about technology? Te- yeah, technology and, and the economy, they, they're, actually, they're, they're not separable. Um, and we're at a, at a turning point right now. So, and, so let me ask you something. Yeah. If we're, if, if we're talking about technology and stuff, and I know that like online earlier, I yelled at you about this TV show, Humans, about you know, <laughs> these, these sort of Android people or whatever. Yeah. Would you want one? Would you want like it's it? it well, looks I think that's exactly one of the like things that's going to happen. Uh, there's going to be robots in households. There's going to be AI in various things. Um, there's but this is like such an advanced AI. Like this is like like you can have a conversation with it and like I yeah. mean it doesn't necessarily pass uh, the Turing test. But you know, it, w- would you would you want something that was like human sized in your house? I wouldn't that, mind. Like, <laughs> Um, okay. Yeah. I mean, I talked to my dog. It can't be worse than that. I mean, I I, <laughs> I, know, I, think and that, and I don't really think that consciousness uh, is like a binary, like an all or nothing thing. I think that uh, different things have different degrees of awareness of their environment, which is essentially comes down to being able to process information and respond in a way that's beneficial. And that starts with tiny bacteria that can gather information about their environment and respond to all the way to ants and and then but mammals they, they and, then, and then comes to us. Yes, they do. They just have a lower degree of it. Um, and I think that, you know, computers, um, if com- t- today's computers, if we assign a degree of zero uh, of consciousness to them, the early robots might be, you know, 10, 20, 30. And then at some point, we, they will become indistinguishable. And we'll have to acknowledge that they're also... People? Yeah, that they have their own consciousness and their own so, rights. But are they going to kill us? And are I they think that there, like will be a, there will be... A, 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 this might become a political issue. And th- there, there will be a sort of um, social awareness and, and, and debate about this, whether we should recognize them as, as um, citizens or as humans or whether we should give them rights or not. Some people will say yes, some people will say no. It will be very contentious. But I think that eventually we'll give them um, rights. And um, whether or not they're going to kill us, I think it just all depends on what's going to happen. I think if if they become <laughs> conscious, uh, you know, they, they might become their own civilization and, and they might be far more advanced than we are. Um, and then the question is, are we going to tolerate that or are we going to envy them? And if we envy them, they we might or they might start some or, you know, it's just like another civilization. There might be a conflict. Um, People getting into conflicts? <laughs> no. But yeah, no. so but I don't think that they're like, are, th- that's the only conclusion they can come to that they're they're gonna kill us you know and even if like some of them try to kill us some of them will be on our side just like any other thing you know there will be different Hmm. so but i i don't know why necessarily we should go we should think about war why should war be the first thing that we think about but there is going to be a lot of interesting stuff that's going to (laughs) happen like what do you mean we're making them in our image so they're going to be assholes (laughs) <laughs> the fact that you're like, I don't know why we, we go straight to war. Do you watch the fucking hundred? 
Like, <laughs> that's exactly well, where Well, that actually gets to my point. What, um, okay. So I, I want to explain how I know this. That things are about to get awesome? Yeah. Are you a time traveler? Um, no, but I, <laughs> but I know some things about the past. So, oh. um, so you're a historian. So you're a vampire. <laughs> sort of. Well, I, I want to explain to you, I want to preface <laughs> this to our viewers. Enough. Um, I, I hope this doesn't sound like arrogant or anything. I just want to say my, my, um, job, my specialty is history and philosophy of science. Um, and my, I specialize in physics. So history and philosophy of physics is mostly what I do. Most of what I do for my job or for my colleagues, you know, papers and talks and stuff is, is technical stuff that, um, uh, you know, maybe like, you know, shirting a cat type stuff would be the most exciting, but, um, wait, what, what doing what with a cat? The shirting is cat. Schrodinger's oh, cat. Yeah. Okay. I, I said, said like Schrodinger? the most exciting type of thing I might talk about in philosophy of physics <laughs> is like Schrodinger's cat. Um, Got it. Okay. I just misheard. I thought you were talking about shirting a cat, like S H I R T, and I, I I imagined you like running around trying to put shirts on cats, <laughs> and I got really excited, and then I meant to ask you about your cat or if you got a rat, but I'm guessing my you cat is in us. progress. It, it's it, it will happen. <laughs> yeah. Wait, you haven't given up the dream? No. It's in progress. Should we buy you cat toys in anticipation? Like how far oh. how far along are we in this cat process? Or is it just yeah, you how cat finder in, in your you? underwear? <laughs> well, I need to get a thing, get some forms from my landlord, and then someone has to sign it. And so I have I can sign it. <laughs> uh, no, it's, it's We're someone so with a certificate to has to sign it. And um, whoa, whoa, someone significant. Who am I? I said I someone with a certificate. Oh, I have a certificate in what? I can print one out. <laughs> yeah. I have an ethics certificate. Oh. Anyway. That's good. From whom? Wait, have you watched The Good Place? No. No. You should watch that. You should watch that and, and humans and get back to us. <laughs> okay. What's Good Place cool. about? Uh, it's a, I. How do you not? Okay, so it's about these people who the die. Afterlife. And it's them in the afterlife, yeah. Um, and there's one of them is um, a PhD in ethics, and all he's done his uh-huh. whole entire life is study ethics. Mm-hmm. And he does like a bunch of experiments with them, like the whole train thing. Like, would you redirect the train um, if you could save more people, et cetera, uh-huh. et cetera? Oh, yeah. Like all the different the trolley um, problem iterations. Yeah. The trolley. Yeah. Car. What, <laughs> what would you do, Shaheen, in the trolley problem? The the original version. One, uh, I don't know of the uh, how many versions are there. The, well, so the oh, original man. version there's, is there's a million you, different versions of it. If you pull the thing to save uh, to hit one person instead of six people, say right, sure. So you, the tra- train is going down the track. There are five people on the track, and then you have a choice to switch it. If you switch it, you will kill one person. Otherwise, five mm-hmm. people will die. Mm-hmm. Um, Do you I, know the people? Huh? No. That's a different question. Well, that's a, okay. Does it so matter? just like this base question. <laughs> yeah. That's that gets into the whole impartialism thing. I yeah. um I doubt the that you know I I think the, the these sorts of thought experiments with ethics are useful to sort of um, probe your intuitions and see what sorts of things matter to you. So like the trolley problem is supposed to bring out the importance of consequences, right? So you're supposed to recognize, oh, well, if it's five versus one, if those are my choices, well, I'm going to choose one. Um, mm-hmm. Even though it's a bad thing, it's still less bad than the other one. So but what does it mean if, if you choose the five? Like what if, what if Ali is driving the train and it's too many people? So you're like, well, fuck it. We can just take out five <laughs> people right now. Yeah. But I think that uh, beyond that, beyond priorities, probing, right? Yeah, I think beyond probing your intuitions, their the utility sort of drops pretty quickly. Some people just get really hung, hung up on them, and start talking about them forever. But um, I think that it's good to think about these scenarios and then try to figure out, okay, how do I design a theory, uh, a, a, an ethical theory um, that's coherent and makes sense, rather than 
try to come up with as many scenarios as possible and, and see what, how people respond. And, and if you poll people, different people will say different things, of course, because mm-hmm. people, you know, so there's no unique answers to these questions. And the, the premises are kind of um, unrealistic. Like, it's not clear that people actually truly take on the assumption that you really have only two choices. Because the scenario in, in any real life situation, um, you know, sort of implies that you probably have other choices. There's probably a way to stop the train or, you know, like tell those people to get out of the way or you know, it, it's, it's not clear that you are actually, everyone who hears the thought experiment actually understands what they're supposed to be assuming that there's mm-hmm. really only two choices. Is that really a, a realistic assumption to have since given what that, does that it never mean? happened? How, how would you evaluate if someone was like, okay, so I'm driving the trolley. What if I just jump off the trolley and let, you know, fate or God or whatever decide what happens to the train? <laughs> Jesus, take the wheel. Why exactly. are we talking about the trolley problem? Because <laughs> we're talking about the good place. Yeah. We were talking about what? In philosophy. In ethics. Yeah. Oh, ethics. Yeah. So anyway, my, that uh, that's what I study. Um, but on the... I, I also study uh, on the side, like, apart from what I do for, you know, my job, uh, I also, um, I think that the history of physics and the history of science is not uh, detachable or separate from the history of humanity itself in the past 200 years. Um, And, you know, that includes um, the economy and the markets and uh, technology and all of these things. I think the history of all of these are, 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 are the same. I've been the same in the past 200 years. Um, and so in order to, to explain how I know the 2020s are, are going to be amazing, I want to go back to 1798 for a second. I, I prom- Oh, okay. Let's, let's go in a time machine. <laughs> I promise I won't go year by year. Um, so, <laughs> I wish I wish I, I wish had more options in this in this uh, soundboard thing. The best I can do is either drums or ballpark. Um, so so wait, hold <laughs> on. We're, 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 we're going to go into into the past. I'm going to hit ballpark. Okay. All right. So maybe our listeners will get to hear that. We'll see. <laughs> What's okay? Um, that I'm going I'm the editor, so I better hear it. Because <laughs> I didn't hear or you it can now, add something. So. Maybe add a kitty meow. I don't know. <laughs> I don't anyway. see any any sound stuff. Well, yeah, because I'm 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 the captain oh, of, of the podcast. I see how it is. <laughs> I, am, I am I am the captain now. Anyway, we're we're in 1796. 98. 1798. Eight. Yes. So, um, an essayist by the name of Thomas Robert Maltus wrote a book in 1798 where he predicted that, I'm sure you guys have heard, that the world population is going to explode and that's going to result in spread of famine and deprivation and war um, and all sorts of things like that. He predicted that um, advancements in, you know, standards of living that allowed people, people to live longer and have more babies is going to result in people having a a shit ton of babies. And that's going to uh, actually paradoxically lower the standards of living for everyone. And and the world is going to plunge in deeper and deeper poverty. You guys have heard about Malthus? Well, technically we're having less babies though. They just all live. Well, so that's what he predicted is that uh, people would not use the resources to improve their lives. They would rather just have more kids. Um, but so what's interesting about Malthus and his prediction is that his prediction has two parts, right? The first part of the prediction is that world population is going to exponentially uh, grow, right? And, and, mm-hmm. and the second part of his prediction is that um, standards of living, global standards of living are, are going to plunge as, as world population explodes. Mm-hmm. And what's interesting about, and so, okay, so he's sitting in 1798 and he died in 1830s so he didn't live to see if his prediction would actually come true but what's interesting is that the first part of his prediction is absolutely right on the money 
the world population mm-hmm. did explode exactly the way that he sure. predicted. And the second part of his prediction is dead wrong. World poverty has gone down consistently since 1800 and standards of living have um, I- improved tremendously. I mean, just look at how we live today and compare that to how people lived in 1800. But how do we, how do we look stinky. at, yeah, they were stinking. <laughs> um, but, but how do we, how do we reconcile that with, with sort of the gap between quality of living now? Because it seems like, you know, in, in more developed nations, there's, there's this sort of widening gap in terms of standards of living and, you know, expectations right. of future generations and stuff like well, that. Like it almost seems that both are true. Right. Exactly. Both are true. What we fail to often fail to recognize is that even though there is a lot of inequality, the poorest person today is a hundred times better off than the poorest person at 1800. But does that have to do with modern medicine? That's what I want to explain to you. What happened? Oh, I'm sorry. I'll shut up. Why is it that Malthus was right about the first part of his prediction and completely wrong about the second part? The answer... Because he's right about it so far. Germ theory? Technology? The answer is... <laughs> the industrial revolution. Is something that happened... Well, all of these are correct answers, <laughs> actually. Lysol. All of the things that you said are correct. And they all go back to one thing, and that's called innovation. Okay, and, mm-hmm. and that started in 1816 with a Scottish engineer who invented this thing called the Stirling engine. This is the first example of, a, or not the first example, one of the um, most useful and, and uh, sort of operable heat engines. Uh, and so heat engines include, you know, the Stirling engine that you might not have heard about, but also the internal combustion engine, which is in all of our cars, and the uh, steam engine for locomotives. The power plants are heat engines. Refrigerators are heat engines, uh, reverse heat Heat, heat engines, coolers, air conditioners, heat pumps. These are all heat engines. And what they do is basically extract work from heat. They extract work from just diffuse energy in, around in the, in the environment and turn it into work, turn it into wheels turning, turn it into things chugging along and working and producing. And what that okay. does is with the same amount of work, that takes to shovel a bunch of mud or, or in this case, coal into an oven, Mm -hmm. you get to transport, you get to haul tons and tons of material from one side of the country to the other. You get to burn stuff and produce tons and tons of energy uh, with just the same amount of work. With like an hour of work that you, you had to put into just like dig a hole. Now you can, you know, travel between two cities. So that's what he didn't predict. He couldn't predict sort of the in, the industrial like revolution of it all. Right. The, the the explosion of innovation is what he didn't know about. And it's not his fault because it hadn't taken off yet. I mean, enlightenment and, and science had advanced a lot, um, but... But it was, I mean, Newton had already, you know, proposed this theory and everything. People were wor- working on, on thermodynamics, but all of this hadn't resulted in, in a sort of um, engineering products, technological products like heat engines that, um, you know, started popping up, popping up in the 1800s. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, so thermodynamics was, was, you know, a theory that emerged out of people trying to design machines that would perpetually move, that would just produce energy forever. Um, and you might think that there's, there are ways to do, there are mo- lots of different ways you can design th- those types of machines. And what they found was that it never works. So it brought up this question of what are the limitations in, on extracting energy from nature? And, and that's what gave rise to thermodynamics, and that's what gave rise to heat engines and, you know, with uh, uh, Sterling and Joule and all of these people inventing these different um, machines. That's what saved humanity. And that's why there wasn't... So far. That, right. And that's, what there, that's why there wasn't famine. That's why there wasn't war. In fact, violence has consistently gone down. Um, and 
like I said, famine and poverty and all of that has gone down. Now, this, you know, picked up really in the you know mid mid eighteen hundreds, and then you have the nineteen hundreds, the twentieth century, where something similar to this happened again. This time in the nineteen twenties. So you had eighteen twenties with the heat engines. The nineteen twenties was the decade of electricity. Just imagine what an amazing revolution electricity has been in our lives. I had a power outage a, a couple of weeks ago, and it literally feels like apocalypse. It's like the end of the world. I mean, <laughs> and my apartment, everything is electric. But my heat, my water heater is electric. My stove is electric, um, and of course, you know, my microwave and refrigerator those, and my heater. So if power goes out for more than you know a couple of hours, um, I don't have. I have to like eat cold bread and like curl up under like three layers of blanket and it's like all of your blankets <laughs> and I can't take a shower and it is like the end of the world. So, um, <laughs> and, and, you know, so in the 1920s electricity, you know, with the work of Edison and, and Westinghouse just led to this explosion of all of these different innovations. I mean, it was a decade of, first of all, having lights at home at night. Crazy. Secondly, refrigerators, vacuum cleaners, the radio, all of these things. These are, The radio in 1920s, were like the National Radio Corporation was like the Google of our time. It was like, this <laughs> is cool, man. This is going to be awesome. And they were like, man, they're going to, you know what they're going to do? They're going to build a radio that fits in your car. Can you imagine? So the 20s was just this, this decade of, unbelievable prosperity uh, of, of every, you know, of average people for the first time in history, being able to have all of this stuff, you know, have more food than they ever need at home uh, without worrying about it going bad. You know, there, there was, you know, and then cars, it wasn't just electricity. There was other things like cars were becoming more common. Um, and all of these things were just improving people's lives. And so this process hasn't ended and we're not done yet. And it, actually, it's not just every hundred years. It's out every decade or every few decade, decades. Something like this happens, uh, this blooming of, of innovation that leads to higher standards of living. And every time it happens, people predict that it's going to kill us and everyone's going to be... <laughs> Everyone's going to be unemployed and everyone's going to be poor and there's going to be war. And it's, and it's always the opposite. It's always so, led to better lives, more awesome lives, more options, more choices, cheaper stuff, better stuff, and just happier people. And, and we just take it for granted and we don't realize how far we've come. Well, so here's my question for you, Shaheen. Mm -hmm. So if we're saying that the 2020s are this next decade that we're ushering in, you know, tech, you know, new technology, is is the next wave, in your opinion, going to be like AI? Like, I think AI is going to be a big part of it. Yes. Like your Google Homes and your self-driving cars. And, yes. You know, and whatever the fuck. Yeah, there's going to be self-driving stuff. There's going to be drone deliveries. There's going to be uh, robots in households. There's going to be cybernetic enhancements. Yeah, where are my drone burritos? Like, so I feel like fact, I've waited, <laughs> been waiting forever for those. I got a drone for uh, Chris Mahana Kwanzaa. You did? Uh, I did, you but like I'm me? talking like one of those like twenty five dollar like it, it like the the battery is basically no 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 like the battery is like a stick of like like the battery is the size of a piece of bazooka gum like it lasts okay. for five minutes. Um, first of all, I am terrible flying it. Like it either goes all the way up, all the way down, crashes into things. But the key <laughs> the key when buying your first drone, I have dis I have discovered, and thankfully the person who got this for me also sort of knew this instinctively. Get a really lightweight one, so that when it crashes into absolutely everything, it doesn't break. <laughs> because and it, like, there's it nothing doesn't fancy. break, or it doesn't break the thing. It doesn't break. It like it doesn't break at all. Uh -huh. um, but it did come with extra propellers. Um, you know, just in case. Oh, uh, the, nice. the, the cats don't prefer it, um, but I'm also just bad at flying it. Um, so <laughs> I feel like in order to have drone deliveries of things, 
humans are not good enough at piloting drones. Like we would have to like have mass training for yeah. people. No, it's, we would it's, have it's, to it have has to be intelligent. Pilot them. It has to be intelligent. Yeah. There, yeah, and that's not the end of it. I mean, there's going to be cybernetic enhancements. There's going to be spinal cord enhancements. I mean, they already announced spinal cord enhancements for um, pain reduction instead of, like, taking mm, pills. That's great. And there's going to be and, – and, you know, not just – and, again, just like the 20s weren't just about electricity and just like the 1820s weren't just about heat engines – but those are like the the center of it. I think AI is going to be the center of it. And then there's going to be all sorts of other things. I mean, tissue engineering, stem cell research, anti-aging, all of these things are, are, are coming. And But do we want to live that long? Like, here's here's my issue. I with do. Really, like, I don't want to miss that. <laughs> I don't want to die. Like, I, I wouldn't want, like. You're welcome to die this... whenever you want to. I mean, I'm not going to stop you. <laughs> I'll miss you. I but. mean, hey, man, it's your it's your workout. <laughs> but like, if, like all of these all of these like life enhancement things are all tacking it on to the end. Like, uh, wouldn't isn't there tacking some way to, to like what? like tacking it on to the end of your life? It's like, well, yeah, you can live to be 140, but like, how much more wrinkly can you get after 110? Well, I mean, anti aging is supposed to be you don't get wrinkly to, to begin with. You will just stay 30. You can't can't huh. probably. I don't think that they can go back, like make you young, but I think Again. it can stop it at any point. So, so I'm saying that that I'm fucked because it doesn't exist for us now. But but yeah, like whenever it comes about, how old we're gonna be? But I'm still gonna want to stay at that age, whatever that age is. <laughs> I'm not gonna want to <laughs> get older than that. So if it if it if they invented by the time I'm fifty, I'm gonna want to stay fifty. You know, forever. Yeah, I mean, it's better it than getting possible. older, so. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, so you don't, you, you are, you would be a fan then of, of like eternal life. Yeah, I mean, I don't really understand why people don't, why people, How say, do you I deal think with that population? this is people, this is just something people think they're supposed to say when you ask them. There's a, a few things that people, I think, I think they're just supposed to say, they're like, do you want to live forever? People are like, no, life, the beauty of life is about life and death. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? I don't want to die. And I know that you don't want to die either. So you're a fucking liar. And you're just <laughs> pretending virtue signaling with that shit. No, and no one wants to fights? die. Everyone wants to stay young. End of the story. <laughs> Stop disputing that. Do you get in fistfights with the other, the other philosophers <laughs> at your school? Like you ask them these questions, or like you go around to the cafeteria asking these thought questions, and someone like tells you that like the beauty of life is that you know like you fear death, and so it makes that life that much richer, and you just call them a fucking liar and spoil their cafeteria tray, like flip their table and cover them in pudding. Like, actually, I you know, of- I I studied Heidegger, who who has a whole stick about how being towards death is what we are, and you know that's all what we're about, and whatever. So. That sounds fun. Existentialism. Yeah. Yeah. Not heavy at all. But yeah. And all of these things are probably going to be controversial and, and disruptive. Um, do, do you think that it's more likely that we will get like extending your life in the sense of like anti-aging? Or do you think that it's more likely that we'll figure out a way to like leapfrog through time in, in sort of a cryo um frozen thing to get back to you know the hundred and i can never pronounce the name of the ship um the 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 prisoner transport ship allegis allegis is that how it's pronounced that's how i say it allegis. all right like that the, they, they have just leapfrogged a uh, hundred years in, in time uh, you know what i mean so like, like is uh, that hibernation is that more yeah, like is 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 cryo sleep is hibernation more likely or 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 is anti aging? Don't we like already a, have hibernation technology? Um, not with people. I don't think we've figured out a way to like put somebody into cryo and wake them up successfully. Yeah, but I mean, I, I think that hibernation has limited applications. Uh, why would you want to do that? I mean. That I mean, the, well, not everyone is gonna want to. Even though they tell you you don't remember, you don't realize how much time has passed, and it just feels like a second. It's still being asleep for a hundred years. I but don't which do you think asleep. is more likely to happen first? Like oh, to be achieved first? 
Yeah. I don't know. I can't really make any specific predictions. Uh, um, I mean, I, I think we're close to both of them. Or is, or is there a third option, which is figuring out how to like move consciousness, like, and store it digitally. Like, yeah. Well, I know, think that kind of- um, cybernetic enhancements and like AI that merges with the brain will probably be invented soon. I would like a better memory. Yeah, you can so, maybe yeah, so en- like enhance that. your memory, your your <laughs> processing power, all sorts of things. Huh. Hmm. Um, I, I'm I'm sad that, and I know that you think that you know all of these giant leaps are going to happen in our lifetime or whatever. But like, I totally feel like none of the really cool shit is going to happen in my lifetime. Like, yeah, we're, we're really- not going to have like a chip to you know unite all fifty states that has never been done before. <laughs> <laughs> or like I don't know, like we're we're probably not gonna get to like deep space travel or you know very much. I don't even think we're gonna get aliens. Well, aliens. Did like, you hear we're, we're, SpaceX um, successfully landed a used rocket? They used it multiple times and they were able to yeah. bring it back. Yeah, I mean, what, that's amazing. What does that get to me? I mean, yeah, that's amazing. But in my practical sci-fi day-to-day life, I'm not gonna get to see. I'm not gonna get to step set foot on you know terraformed Mars. Why not? Like yeah. that, well, because it's not going to happen in my life. How do you know that? Also, I want to be cryo sleep to ever do that because, like, space travel freaks Boring. me out. How do you know it's not going <laughs> to happen, <laughs> dude? In your lifetime, you know, you you'll be alive for at least like the twenty sixties, right? Fuck, that's so old. And oh my god, the twenty sixties. Do you I'm know how so long that is? Somebody vampire me already. <laughs> I mean, do you think that people in nineteen seventeen? Do you think they knew what world would be like in 2060? Well, it's fun to look at the pictures of of those. Have you ever seen those illustrations of stuff? I mean, 1960, sorry. What? Like, have you ever seen those illustrations from the early early 20th century of, like, the future? And so they would kind of have these these concepts of a telephone, you know, in your house or a concept, you know, of a car and – it, or like a concept of an airplane, for example. And it's sort of like you can see where they were going with it mm-hmm. um, based on what they already had. Like, you know, an airplane is is sort of this cage with flapping wings and like you're on it, but also kind of on a bicycle. Mm-hmm. And so I wonder how much of the stuff that like we're coming up with now being like cryosleep and they're like, actually, that's, you know, you're going to like take a little chip into your mouth or something like that and spit it back out and it'll have your consciousness in and then we'll put it in a robot in 30 years. You know, like what if that... <laughs> Wait, uh-huh. Didn't Leonardo DiCaprio... Or DiCaprio... Leonardo da Vinci... <laughs> <laughs> no, no, let's go with the first very one. different Leonardo. <laughs> no, but didn't he have like a bicycle helicopter um, device yeah. that he invented? Yeah, I mean, yeah, we're I'm- not really good at predicting the future. That's why I always it pisses and me so off whenever Elon Musk is right like, now? yeah, robots are going to do this and that. I'm like, how how do you know, man? Like, I know you're a genius. I mean, I don't think he listens to our podcast, but... You never know. He could be a Hundo fan. Yeah, don't know. so <laughs> if you're listening, <laughs> Elon, I know you... I think you're a fucking genius and you're awesome and you work hard and you mean well, and you're trying to do really great things, but stop predicting shit, man. Like you don't, and I, I'm predicting stuff, but I'm not making specific predictions. I'm just saying standards Stephen of living. Stephen Hawking also is afraid. I know. I don't like it when he does it either. Um, I, 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 we can't make any specific predictions. What I know based on history though, is that we are not done with this and we're going to have, unconceivable improvements in our standards of living to levels that it's we are not really at a position to predict but something along these lines is going to happen and i also want to what would you say is is an increase in, in standards of living like what what are we lacking now like i'm talking about like people who can us i'm talking about like you know western quote unquote worldly wealthy like right you know things that would be for people like us like what what do you see there being all the stuff that i mentioned that doesn't catch your attention (laughs) (laughs) cybernetic enhancements robots in your household when you don't have to pay for someone to take care of your children or your your pets because you have a robot at home that does it or you can enhance your brain i mean but then what are people going to do like all the people who 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 have a hard time finding work because they can't they, they don't have the brain power to like go to college 
all those people can improve themselves and, and live like everyone else. It's just, I, I don't know, just crazy stuff that we never thought about. Okay. I, I'm looking forward to this. I mean, there's going to be like nanorobots that go into your body and, and, and find the specific problem, the specific cell that's causing the problem and, and kill it. Or, you know, there, it's just, there's gonna, they're going to be able to replicate your organs and, and put it back in place. All kinds of things. And you think that those are the things that we're going to see in the next 10 years? Yeah, and, and the same way that... I think the organs, for sure. The I same mean, we way can already like, print organs. Think about yeah. farming. Like, in 1917, if someone asked, what is going to improve about us, you know, about food? Well, here's one thing that improved about food. 40% of the population was employed in farming in 1900. Um, by 1945, it was about 15%. 30% of people stopped being farmers. But did, I, did they all become unemployed? No, even at the height of the Great Depression, unemployment never reached 30%. So these people all got absorbed into other jobs. What did happen with the uh, invention of tractors and stuff was instead of uh, half of the population working to feed the, the other half, now 1% of the population works and feeds the other 99%. So the other 99% can go go teach yoga or or cook <laughs> cook Indian food. You know, things that didn't exist before. So hmm. that's how our lives improve. So you're saying in 2020 I will have unlimited garlic naan. <laughs> yeah. And like good. a robot like, in my body and, and a says, drone that delivers fat. it. You, a drone delivers it to your to your window. A drone delivers it. I eat it. And then and there are nanobots a, that take away the calories. Like what it, yes. it says like, oh, you've reached your, you know, your caloric goal for the, for the day. Um, you know, we're just going to like move these on through. So you don't actually, you know, or like do something, power the nanobots with them. I don't know. I'm just spitballing here. But like, basically if there's a way that I can eat as much in theory as I want, not necessarily like gorging, but like, you know, maybe overeating a little, but your body itself like rejects the extra calories. Mm-hmm. Is that an option? Sure. Cool. Great. Why not? <laughs> I mean, it's all, it's, you know, that's like the most gluttonous, like gross thing that like modern science could provide. <laughs> oh, we have an abundance of food. Look, you can eat as much as you want, but you won't get fat. Like, yeah, it's like, it's like the, what was it? Alestra when everyone like got free samples of chips that made them poop their pants like that, but with robots. Oh, Olio. Olio. There we go. Yeah. Also, um, Fat-free gummy bears or sugar-free gummy bears. Oh, yeah, One the of Haribo, the if you eat free. too many of them. Yeah. Those are fun Amazon reviews to read, though. <laughs> I know, right? Yes. Although in my experience, if you eat too much of anything, it's never a good idea. <laughs> Dude, I have never heard of anything that – if those people are telling the truth, I've never heard of anything that does that to a person. Apparently, it's sugar-free gummy bears. You eat too many yeah. of them. Sugar-free gummy bears. Bad news. And it just, they explode I mean, right were, out of you. <laughs> all of the people who had, like, their guts emptied out, they all gave it five stars, and they wrote <laughs> poems about it. Because the, the experience was so <laughs> sublime that they, 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 they couldn't, like, give it a one star and be like, this shit sucks. They were like, no, this no, put it's me through something new that I never experienced <laughs> <laughs> wait okay hold on i have a question so of like i know that like i like to nitpick about realistic details on the hundred or whatever um because uh-huh. you know this is still a podcast about that we never <laughs> ever got to see them like because in theory they've probably what just been like eating like algae and like other like bare nutritional like minimum you know soilent products we did see them eat like tablets like remember when at yeah there's like tablet there was no like acclimation to the ground like there was no acclimation to being like right here look eat this wild boar try meat meat. for the first time how did they not all die like the entire next episode should have just been they had to all shit themselves like there's no way yeah all the like (laughs) that's why clark has new pants in season two that's why what (laughs) clark has new pants in season two Cause she, cause she shit them. The, uh-huh. the she shit them. See, the joke <laughs> is Shaheen girls poop. <laughs> <laughs> putting that in our episode notes, girls. <laughs> cool. <laughs> no, but yeah, I, I'm just I'm like, like I'm sorry. Yeah. They spent all of this time like 
them like discovering the earth or whatever. And I feel like we, apart from the fact that there was war, we never saw like the bad parts of, Hey, your body isn't prepared to digest leaves. Um, Well, what I tell myself is that as part of like their whole genetic um, alteration um, with their blood, they also Mm. have like, um, they don't really grow facial hair or body hair or poop. And nobody smells bad either. Just a little pee. (laughs) Everyone smells like a daisy. Especially Clark. Right. (laughs) Yeah. 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 It's a daisy. Yeah. (laughs) What else you got, Shaheen? Um... Well, that's about it. I just wanted to end on a on a note that maybe is not as upbeat, but um, <laughs> so I'm gonna brand. I'm gonna bring it back around because it's all part of the same story, and this kind of goes back to what uh, you you brought up, Joe, about um, um, how come you know there's a lot of gap in standards of living. Another thing that happens with this process that we started 200 years ago of innovation is that it's an inherently exploratory process, which means that people with with different ideas uh, spread out and explore different ways of implementing those ideas for the uh, advancement of standards of living and mass consumption. And these explorations, these attempts, um, they're not all going to succeed. And some of them are going to be better than others. So there's also competition between them. So some of them are going to win over. And eventually, inevitably, some of the this these resources that have been allocated, uh, capital and labor that's been allocated to those activities is going to have to be reallocated to other things, because that's just not a productive thing to do anymore. But we do it because because of that one out of 10 that actually turns out to improve our lives. So there is always pain associated with this process. And, and it's, a, it's a very cyclical process. There, there, there's times when it crashes and there are times when it takes off. Um, so I, I think that the tw- 2020s are going to be the, um, the boom cycle, but then there's inevitably going to be a, a down cycle again. And, Whenever that down cycle comes, we, we start blaming each other and we start hating everything and everyone and thinking that the world is going to shit. And again, we f- keep forgetting how much better off we are um, than we were before um, without, you know, downplaying the pain of the, the disruptions that, that innovation brings to our lives. You can you still have to acknowledge that, you know, at the end of the day, all of that, those disruptions didn't take away electricity, didn't take away refrigerators, didn't take away cars. They may, they, all those things are still with us and there's, they're even better. And newer things came and, and you know, uh, replaced them. So this is a process that inherently has uh, some disruption, some waste from time to time. So this is going to happen, but I, I just want to say that um, it's, it's, what has been the history of humanity for the past 200 years and and um it's not going Donald to Trump r- ruin it it's not <laughs> going to stop well i actually think that i mean i don't know if this is going to be controversial but i think that the tax cuts are actually coming at an interesting time with respect to this story because uh, a lot of what's written into this ta- into this tax bill is incentives for capital investment and capital investment has been the one element that's been missing from the recovery in the past, you know, eight years or so is that, you know, the, the economy has grown um, kind of sluggishly. But um, what the one element of growth that's capital spending has never been there, which is, is exactly what I'm talking about. Capital spending means uh, investing in innovations, means buying new equipment that's more productive means you know like the heat engine you know buying something that makes your uh your business and your workers more productive and that's what ultimately leads to higher standards of living and higher wages i guess we'll see so (laughs) is your prediction then if i had to boil it down Uh um as sort of a bulleted list uh sort of calm down things are if you look at history this is all this has all happened before and it will all happen again. Uh, mm-hmm. If we're, we're going to go Battlestar Battle Galactica <laughs> on it. Um, I like that. And then uh, shit's going to be fine. Calm yep. down. Yeah, like I mean, it's not just going to be fine. It's going to be fucking amazing. So 
tighten your belts and just watch. Quit whining. Just watch. It's going to be awesome. This is like you like tripping on acid and having friends come over and you're like, guys, 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 just listen to this album. Just, just hold it. Just close your eyes, man. It's about to happen. It's, it's, it's like those people on Twitter who are telling you when to play uh, Africa by Toto, like when to start playing it on New Year's at the exact second so that like it'll come in at midnight with, with like the chorus. Yeah. This is this is you. Just hold on. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, but no, but I follow a lot of, like I said, uh, details of the like business news about business and economy and all of that and and businesses are now itching to start buying new equipment and a lot of it has to do with the ai stuff a lot of it has to do with blockchain i mean that's going to revolutionize how we transfer money probably i mean i don't know but so yeah there's gonna there's a lot of stuff in the air and people are um itching to bring them to you know mass consumption and, and so it will happen soon Yep. This was a fun little uh, thought excursion. I hope, yeah, I hope that uh, <laughs> we got I some history. Heads off. Yeah. Um, I'll probably post a link to Bubs' video of, of, of Bonsai. Um, Did you watch it? No, yet? no, because I'm doing a podcast and I was trying to be responsible, but I'm about to once we once we get off of this and post it to the Twitters of the dog humping a pillow. Um, <laughs> it's really cute, actually. <laughs> he looks like a Cabbage Patch doll. <laughs> Um, no, I guess maybe Beanie Baby is more appropriate. No, he's really cute. <laughs> so I guess uh, for listeners, um, we'll probably be back, uh, if not before Unity Days, then during Unity Days. Uh, we'll be posting a bunch of stuff on Twitter and probably doing a little bit of a recap ep- episode. Hopefully we will get, um, you know, a trailer, a premiere date, something, someday, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That, that's probably true. I mean... Because things are about to get awesome. You hedged it to the point where it's like, you know, we'll get a trade, something at some point from someone. I I wish I could be as zen as you, Shani. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, I'm just bananas about all of Um, (laughs) I can't. Do we have any shows to recommend? For, you know, people trying to... I recommend Idiocracy. I think it's hilarious. I, that movie okay, is but something so made underrated. Really, a movie. Something that not everyone, that everyone has seen, you know, Not everyone has seen years that, ago. dude. It, it's, it, ha, it, it sold like $400,000. The budget was like $4 million. I mean, that's that movie des- deserves more recognition. My apologies. Um, <laughs> <laughs> any, any, anything else, Bubs, to recommend? Ooh, um, I guess I discussed The Good Place. I guess I should recommend that. It is funny, and I love Ted Danson. If you grew up and saw um, Three Men and a Little Lady, <laughs> I feel like you should watch oh, it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's also it's a good show. Um, I would also like to add people should check out Mindhunter on Netflix. Um, Ooh, it's sort of slow, but... Yeah. Uh, and and weird it's a weird show and especially the first episode is very clunky um but it's it's a very sort of if you like listening to those sort of true crime podcasts um it's sort of like that ish sort of meets hannibal uh or not hannibal but uh silence of the lambs like it's got a little bit of that vibe into it um definitely would recommend that as well as uh if you like sci-fi and stuff i would also probably recommend humans um, cause it, it asks a lot of very similar questions to the hundred, but in a much more less apocalyptic and more slightly into the future. Like it could be any time now, um, that it's sort of set, mm-hmm. except everyone has sexy synthetic robots of people. Um, <laughs> I'm curious. I'm curious for you to pretty. watch it. Oh man. They are, they are not a bad looking bunch. Um, yeah. I'd like you to watch oh, it. Oh, I know another show. What? Yeah, Shaheen, you should. I mean, of everybody, you should watch. You should humans. definitely watch humans like, that like right. speaks directly That's to you. Two people are recommending it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and it's on um, the Amazon. Other way, just yourself? remember, yeah, it Prime. is right. Jeff. Yes. Jeff shows it to me. Yeah, Jeff. Jeff will hook that up for you. All right, I'll just <laughs> ask Jeff then. Um, the other one, Amazon Dark. It's a German show. Um, sci-fi. It's is it good? I can't even say it. It's like. Um, how do I describe it? Hold on, it? it's German. Am I going to have to read? No, no, no. They 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 dub it. Oh, that's, <laughs> I watched that's the also kind of disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I mean, you can watch the German with subtitles if you want to. Um, but you can also watch the dub version. You know how like um Netflix gives you the option. Um, but it's like it's dark and it's kind of scary. Okay, and it's really confusing it's dark, at first because there's like a. 
Oh yeah, right. Yeah. Um, and it's like it's there's a lot going on at first, um, but you slowly start to put it together, and it gets like really intriguing and really ominous. Uh, I haven't finished it yet, but it's really good so far. Okay, I'm excited. All right. Dark. Yep, I'm writing that down. All right. Any yes. final comments? Thoughts? Uh, I really. Where's my fucking trailer? I know. Where's my <laughs> right? Where's my fucking trailer? Where's my fucking premiere date? Like, like this is rude. This is. I check like no less than twenty-seven times a day to see if it's posted. <laughs> it's really just pathetic at this point. Like I, I don't know. It feels disrespectful. It, it feels hostile. <laughs> it feels. I just. Um, I can't even process it. I'm. I don't know why it'd be this way, but it do. <laughs> I'm grateful to the to the cast that the for producing the show in the first place. So I don't feel like I'm entitled to the show being there. Um, Ugh, God, so, you're too mature. You know, to, to get to complain about the trailer. <laughs> I mean, you guys are making it sound like it's their responsibility to make this show for us. Is I it feel not? personally victimized not by Regina George. <laughs> Is that not why I use my friend's cable login to watch it? Like, come on. Seriously, I mean, <laughs> I'm paying for this shit, right? My friend is my friend's dad is paying for this. So uh, all right. All right, guys. Well, thanks for joining me. And I hope you guys have a blast. I hope you um have you know smoke pot and eat food without your heterosexual it work couple. On me, but thanks for reminding me. And I hope you have fun with your parents' pubs. I hope that there are um, gold flakes in your champagne. Yeah. Oh, me too. I hope you enjoy your sheet cake. And Shaheen, since you're doing something similar, I hope you enjoy that too. Thank you. Happy New Year's, guys. <laughs> Bye. Happy New Year's. Bye. Bye.